getting you through the day like a hot cuppa after lunch. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Well, it's a real pleasure now to talk to one of the Seven Sisters, uh, Black Fern, St George Illawarra, soon to be a Kiwi Fern. Wow, what a career she's had. Tyler Nathan Wong, you're getting up an oval ball resume, mate. This is uh, outstanding. Congratulations. Oh, thanks so much, man. It's a, yeah, it's a pretty incredible um, career, really. <laughs> and I'm really looking forward to this next opportunity with the Kiwi Fern. So... This season with St George Illawarra, I watched nearly all of your games um, and I saw notable improvement. I saw a tightness and a connection amongst that group of girls and Jamie Soward, I think, was the focal point of all of that. Looking back now with the benefit of hindsight, give us give us two or three key things that you really learnt about the game and about yourself in this last few months. Gosh, it was so much. Um, some of the key ones, though, definitely um, I was pretty proud of my defensive efforts. Um, obviously, you know, different kind of contact with uh, rugby league where it's a lot more kind of up top wrestling, um, some big bodies running, you know, and building up speed because, you know, you're 10 metres back from each other, whereas in, in rugby, you're, you know, you're right there on each other. So um, I think, yeah, I was pretty proud of those efforts and really just, you know, putting my body in front and, um stopping some of those big girls running at me um, as they did. Uh, I definitely felt targeted in those first couple of games, um, but, you know, held, held them out. Um, and then just the um, just the connection and the, the running lines um, as you, you know, the different kind of plays that we have and the block lines and all that kind of stuff and learning learning those and the connection with um, my other half pairing and Racy McGregor. Early on, we kind of just played sides, but as we got into it, we kind of started linking up more and I really enjoyed that and then also linking with our amazing fullback and Tegan Berry too. Oh, she's amazing, that Tegan Berry. My word, she's rapid. She is. It's been a breakout year for old um, Flash, as we call her. Um, she was incredible to watch and an um, awesome person to play alongside too. So, yeah, she's got a big, bright future ahead. She sure does. Just looking at this year too, Tyler, I know in in your Sevens days, your Blackfern Sevens days, you know, you were a youngster, then you became one of the senior players and you really nurtured the new people into the group. You were the new person in the group this year, so a massive role reversal. Yeah, it was, but um, I ended up getting the old uh, vice-captain tag um, quite early on too um, in the team. So I think due to just my general experience and professionalism and, you know, just uh, life in general, I was my third oldest. So <laughs> it was saying something. When your team average is like 22 or something like that, you know, so kind of just ended up falling back into one of those leadership roles. But we had a really awesome group of girls that, you know, were learning um, every single game as we went along. And there were some tight games, like, you know, those games against the game against the Raiders and the, uh, the Titans, where it was literally just one point. If those games came and fell our way, we potentially would have been in the top four this year. Um, you get to um, join up again with Racine McGregor. I mean, if you're going to be starting a new code in the halves and you could cherry pick a halves player to, to help you introduce you to the game, Racine McGregor's the one, isn't she? She's phenomenal. 
Oh, 100%. I couldn't ask for a better half partner, really, to be able to play alongside and, and learn from and obviously having her. And then Jamie Stout also, you know, a, a great half in his day too. Like, they just helped accelerate my learning. Um, they weren't, uh, they were so open to me asking them all the questions and all that kind of stuff. So I think that's definitely, you know, having them a part of this journey of mine very early on is definitely um, a reason why I, as well, you know, that I've been able to um, succeed in the Dragons and also now potentially pull on the Kiwi Ferns jersey too. Tell me about the landscape of women's NRL. The NRLW in Australia is really growing. So is, so is AFLW actually, by the by. It looks to be really picking up some pace. Oh, it sure is. Their pathways over there are incredible. You know, the, the different um, competitions they have from, I think it's like under 16s, they've got a competition through to under 18s. And then obviously into the development um, academy, sorry, then development squads of the um, NRL dub and then the actual NRL dub team itself. And these are all linked to obviously the NRL clubs. So it's their pathways. That's, that's where it starts. You know, they've got so many incredible um, pathways coming through. That's where a lot of the um, young talent came from for the Dragons um, this year with the girls. Um, one of our girls, or maybe two of them actually, played um played in the Tasha Gale, which is the under-18s competition, moved into development and then moved into the full-time squad in the space of a year. So it just shows you, you know, if you're wanting to put in the effort to and the incredible pathways they have, it's um, yeah, going to help. And then just the competition itself, you know, it's expanded by four teams, but there was some great quality footy being played. Obviously, uh, the few blowouts in the back end of the season due to a lot of injuries throughout the team. So it'll be interesting to see how the NRL deals with, um, you know, potentially maybe looking at expanding squad numbers just to cater for those type of things. Because, um, yeah, we had a lot of injuries ourselves. Um, then we ended up having like 15 debutants across the season too, which is like unheard of really when you think about it. Yeah, that's amazing. And uh, you put the... You put the scares up a lot of us here in New Zealand in your last game. I can only imagine how your mum was feeling, seeing you getting carted off, neck braces, blood, the whole lot. Uh, but you sound, well, <laughs> you're available for the Kiwi Ferns now, so it must have looked worse than what it was. Yes, it did definitely look worse than what it was. But I know my poor fa- my poor family, I did it to them again, you know. I did it to them in 2018, and then I've done it to them again. <laughs> Um, but no, I was all good. A lot of it was precautionary, um, just because I was getting a little bit of neck pain. The doc, um, you know, he's like the five percent chance there is something wrong. Um, we don't want to take that risk. He's like, I think you're okay, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But we we need to do this just in case, and I wouldn't be doing my job if I if I didn't. So it's like, yeah, sweet. I was like, I was talking to him the whole time and the rest of the team and all that kind of stuff. It was more the uh, hospital stay that took forever, um, but <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we don't. Um, you're going to be playing, uh, hopefully, uh, in the Kiwi Ferns. You're definitely in the squad. There's some wonderful leagueies in there. Georgia Hale, but Meli Hufanga, just give her short balls, Tyler. She, Dallium Centre of the Year for the Broncos. Proud Kiwi Ferns she is. That's going to be fun to play with. The best league players available for New Zealand. Oh man, I can't wait to link up with Millie. She played our uh, left edge turn. I, I was le- on left edge, so who knows if you know both get selected for the the team. We might be able to link up there. But yeah, she had an incredible season. I was so proud and so happy just to see her acknowledged for her hard work um, that she displayed in the NRL dub this year. She was devastated, even against you know our, our girls as well on that left edge. She was just creating nightmares. So I can't wait to see what she does again. She had a breakout season with the World Cup and then again with the NRL dub. So I'm looking forward to what she can do over these three tests. 
So before you left Sydney, did you have to sit down with St George Illawarra and sign another contract for next year? <laughs> yeah, well, we're sorted. Everything's kind of, I'm not too sure what's going on yet with my future, um, whether it be league or back to rugby. But yeah, we're working on that at the moment. My main focus is obviously uh, Kiwi Ferns and enjoying this moment because I'm just looking forward. I'm so excited. Like something new again, like a new adventure that I get to go on with an incredible group of players. And we go into camp on Saturday. And yeah, I can't wait to link up with them all again and just get back into the thick of things. Yeah, I love that. Like you're sneaking up on 30 years old, Tyler, and you can't play forever. <laughs> although, although Niall Williams Guthrie, she seems to be playing forever, just being selected as I know, right? Summer, which, which is just amazing. But is that how, how do you deal with your future when, I don't know, maybe you look at it and you think, you know, you're getting married soon, you probably want to have kids soon, um, you can probably play to your 35 if you really wanted to. How hard is it for you to do that mental gym, gymnastics to say, look, I love the NRLW, but I love the Sevens girls, there's the Olympics, there's the comms, there's... how do you as an individual deal with all that? Yeah, I think the way I've looked at it now um, is to pick and choose and do things that make me happy at the end of the day because, you know, life's short, short, and your playing career is even shorter, especially in that elite era. So um, for me, it's about what what makes me happy and, you know, what I want to do um, at the end of the day. And, you know, I'm, I definitely I'm not getting older. You know, the body starts getting a little bit more sore, like the tendons start playing up a little bit. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm still loving. I'm still loving being a professional athlete and doing this. And actually, it's three months out from our our wedding today. Just seen the date, so that's exciting things to look forward to as well. But that's my key thing: is just doing things that make me happy. And as long as my body can handle that, uh, especially playing footy, then you know I'll, I'll stick at that for the next few years. And um, you know, continue to have those conversations with my um, partner around you know when we want to start our family and all that kind of thing too. Because obviously, it's a little bit different being a um, professional. Um, female athlete, especially in the contact sports space. But hey, just because I have a, you know, in that say get pregnant and have a kid doesn't mean I can't return um, one day if that's what I want to do as well. You could even return to Waka Armour, Tyler. Something like that. Hey, don't worry. That's 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 definitely on the cards. I'm getting into that, especially once I retire. I'm jumping in the waka. That's going to be my sport from then on out. <laughs> don't worry. That plan's already set. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Hey, Tyler, you've had a wonderful career. You've always made yourself accessible to us. I really do appreciate it. Wonderful season with St. George, considering your rookie season. And now the Kiwi fans couldn't be more excited for you. Uh, you're an absolute champ, and we wish you all the very best. Oh, thanks so much, Dad. Thanks for being a champion of the women's game and women's sport in general.